1: what is up everybody we are live outside the cage coming off UFC 290 International Fight Week just a phenomenal weekend words can express what it's like to be live in person International Fight Week and on top of that some say again this is some not me not me. I'm not saying this. I I, I agree because I'm there. But a lot of people saying it was the best card of the year. Are you hearing that?
3: I've been hearing it. I've been hearing best. That's what, what I heard. I've been that's here. what Nothing I heard. That's what I heard. Rumor has it. Man, dude, that I just fell in love even more with the sport. Yeah. That was just so incredible. Being there, seeing the who's who all weekend long. Man, dude, that that was just. That was peak UFC, at least from when I've been here, when I've been a fan, you know?
1: That's, like, man, I I try to tell people, like, I just wish, like,
3: everybody
1: needs to experience being at a UFC event live. Like, I was blown away in San Diego. Shout out to UFC San Diego, by the way. (laughs) But, like, I was, like, damn, like, shit's crazy. But being there in T-Mobile in Vegas for a pay-per-view international fight week that i'm i get like emotional about it i get chills like that shit was it's unreal like i can't i really just like can't explain it like it's so hard to put into words like what it's like being there and like seeing that shit the crowd reactions, like seeing like bruce buffer like the production like everything that goes into that shit the walkouts like that shit is insane
3: bro you couldn't even hear yourself screaming in there i'd be screaming at the top of my lungs and so would everyone else and you can't even hear it bro that blew away any sporting event i've ever been to in my life honestly the bar wasn't very high but that was top top five nights in my life right there man i had a smile on my face from about an hour before until the next morning that was just it was something yeah. out of this world it's like, i tell you what, like, if you're like yeah.
1: Even if you uh even if you're like a sports fan and you're just like UFC like casual, um you just, you're just a sports fan, like if you like even even before like us when we were like um UFC fans, we just like football, basketball, baseball, like even if you're like us two years ago, three years ago, you still have to go because it's a sporting event and it's like a top it's like one of the best sporting events in, in the world, I think personally. Like, it's, it's, you gotta, like, be there to understand, bro, but it's just, like, and, bro, one thing I want to say, too, is, like, uh, to the UFC, like, community, is, like, I've been to, like, basketball, football, like, every sport you can imagine, Um, there's no nicer fans and people to like sit with than being at a UFC event and you wouldn't think that because you're like at a fight and through people punch each other and you would think like oh everyone's mm-hmm. drinking they want to fight too because they see it it's literally the opposite of that everyone's so mm-hmm. fucking cool
3: the coolest people just all different types of people too just everyone acting like we're best friends even though we just met each other when we sat down that yeah man football games basketball games baseball games you know it's not really rare to run into a fan that's a dickhead that's sitting around you you know people just like to argue to argue for no reason but bro after every round of every fight like our whole group of like about five to eight people would all turn around and start talking (laughs) yeah
1: yeah Yeah, that's it bro like it's literally like from the time you walk into the arena like just everything it's like such a great experience but i can go on on about that we can go on about that Let's get into it, man. Mm. Main event: UFC 290. Alexander Volkanovski defeats Yair Rodriguez by knockout in round three. Um, just a masterclass by Volk. Um, you know, I mean, every time a fight like this comes up, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, like, um, is this the one? Is this the one?" And I personally, I, I personally thought this was, if there was one, it would be this one, and it would be Yair. Um, but like, Volk just proves again why he's on another level. um, Controlled the fight from the beginning, just the way he he game plans, the way he schemes. Um, Yeah, and what was your reaction to that? It was in it again. It was just it's like an honor and it's amazing to watch greatness live in person. Um, Like you see him on TV and you just like obviously he's great and we know he's great. But like I really like want to say that I appreciated being able to watch him live in person because he's a am- like. A master of what he does and he's one of the goats
3: yeah that's a great way to sum it up this is kind of weird uh a weird comparison obviously their body types aren't similar at all but volk he gives me john jones vibes inside the inside the cage just when it comes to how he game plans and how versatile he is and how good he is everywhere and just the composure the fight iq just like recognizing when to pounce, like as soon as he caught Yair with that right mm-hmm. hook, he just marched him down and turned into a terminator. You know, dumped him. Got had one of the cleanest transitions I've seen, besides like bow Nickel transitions and stuff like that. But, yeah. dude, he's just he's a legend.
1: And it's not even like obviously he took him down and wrestled him for a little bit, but like he stood and stood there with him and he struck with him. Like and he outstruck him and he fucking knocked him out. Like he's just I. Again, I'm just whole speeches on the whole night. um, But, like, I just, yeah, he's, he's just a go. Um, So I guess this begs the question, like, I know what I want to ask, and I know what I'm going to say, but I want to ask you, is he the best featherweight ever?
3: Dude, has to be, at least from what I've seen. I can't, I don't know. I didn't live through the Jose Aldo reign, but you've got to put him above max at this point because he's defended against people not named Max Holloway almost as much as he almost as much as Max did And he beat Max three times. And yeah dude, I've I've got to give it to Volk just the way that he gets it done. He yeah. yeah he got in trouble against Ortega, got dropped by Max with the head kick, but every single time he never he never even lost the round after that really. like yeah. he would recover within 20 seconds and be right back to doing what he's doing. His mentality is just out of this world. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, I think he's the featherweight goat. So my thing is
1: featherweight goat, yes. Is he the best of all time ever? Pound for pound. That's more of my debate.
3: I think if his
1: recency bias, it could be just I'm high on that shit. But, like, bro, like, at what point, at what point?
3: Bro, I mean, his only loss in the UFC is the most heavily disputed loss of the year. There's no greater
1: greater loss in MMA history than that loss. Like, that loss elevated him even more.
3: I would completely agree with that. That's what's fucking crazy. Because more than half the people you talked to were saying that they thought Volk won, whether that was because they wanted him because, yeah, most people did want Volk. You can't deny the fact that it was an insanely close fight. I had thought Islam originally, but watched it back, thought Volk, watched it again, kind of thought Islam. So I don't know. I just think it was a razor thin fight. But I think it's a fight that we need to see it again. And if if he did get his hand raised on that night against Islam, I think a lot more people would be having the discussion whether Volk's the goat or not. So I think it's a very fair discussion to have. I still put John above him just because John did it for so damn long. And he also fought the who's who. But I mean, there's no reason to say that Volk can't get there. Still probably got three, four more years.
1: So speaking of the um, wanting to see that Islam and Volk fight next, who is next for Volk at forty five? Um, obviously they had the they had the face off with Teporia, but um, I think what you have to factor in with Volk's next opponent is the fact that there's no opponent for Islam. Charles said he's not ready by Abu Dhabi. So is it Islam next? Do they run that back right away? Do they go Volk Taporia? Um Volk mm. Volk said he has to get surgery?
3: Yeah, on his what? Hand, or on his arm, I want to say. I'm not really sure about the specifics, but sounds like something. Was that before
1: the fight though? Like was that like yeah. known?
3: So, oh, uh shit. it wasn't known, but I think he he knew about it before the fight cuz he said like, yeah, I've been dealing with it, but wasn't going to let it stop me, but now I got to get it fixed up.
1: Okay. So I did see his timetable on that He did say he could make Abu Dhabi, so um, if there's no, I think, and again, like this is like having to factor in all, all, all the factors, but like there's no opponent for Islam other than, other than um, Charles, and Charles said he's not ready to go. You would imagine Gaethje and Dustin are gonna have a fucking war. They're not gonna be ready to go. Um, So yeah, I mean, what, what do you do? What, what is next for? What is next for Volk?
3: Gosh, dude. I mean, and. Once you say that, it really gets me thinking because first thought to everyone's head is Topuria, obviously, once you see that face-off. But once you say it about Islam, dude already hasn't fought since October?
1: Since October 22nd, right here. We were there. Yeah, so
3: it'll already be a year if he fights on on Abu Dhabi. And that's like an 80-90% thing as far as what we all think. So... Dude, there really, yeah, there really isn't anyone else at 155 that could get put in there, huh?
1: No, I mean, you would hope that. I mean, do you do a Chandler if the shit with Connor falls through?
3: Ooh. I mean, I think you, I think you offer it to Volk first. In last, last case scenario, I don't think anyone's mad about Chandler, like entertainment wise. Yeah. Sport wise, people would probably be like, that's not really fair, but it's just a weird situation right now with lightweight. Guys are just on the different timetables.
1: Yeah, I think this definitely well could set up for Vulcan getting that rematch.
3: Oh man, I don't like that it would be on kind of a shorter preparation though. Yeah. You know, because I think if he, I think last time he fought Islam, they had everything dialed into a T and they were working from a ways out and Volk was grinding for that. So yeah, he's having to come off of a surgery, get back into shape a little bit, or obviously he'll still be in shape probably, but shape for Volk. And I don't know, dude, I really don't like that scenario going into that fight for Volk, but I could see it happening.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think, I think it lines up for, I don't know, again, like, we can't. It's hard to sit here and say what's Volt's next fight when we then bring up Islam. But that's just the reality of the sport. Is you don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah, they could just scratch Islam, make him wait longer, and then you just do um, Volk and Taporia. But yeah, I think I think it's either Vol. I mean, we can agree it's either probably Taporia or uh, Islam. And I do, and personally, like I don't. I would love the Taporia fight, but then I feel like I'm coming in with more certainty that Volk wins. That it's just seeing Riddhi mm-hmm.
3: Ayer. Yeah, I mean, also, Topuria's is probably not at his peak yet. He's still young. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's amazing already, but I think he still has some room to grow.
1: Okay. One thing I was going to say, um, it obviously doesn't match up, but what about the possibility of Aljo fighting Volk next?
3: Hmm. Just skip Topuria.
1: Well, because you 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 would have yeah. to assume if, if Aljo beats O'Malley his first fight at 45s for the title.
3: Yeah. I agree. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird timetable with all that. You Volk
1: set up for a big fight next.
3: That's crazy. Volk could Volk could fight anyone from Islam to Topuria to Aljo. There's he can fight a 50 fiver or a, or a 25 fiver or a 35 fiver. yeah he has like three great options for him all at different weight classes yeah. and uh one more thing before we get off the the Volk discussion I think one thing that would solidify him as the goat is if he was able to defend both belts at the same time if he was able to win um win both belts and then defend both belts like even just once or twice that's something that's never been done before so i think that yeah. would put him in a league of his own
1: yeah definitely um
3: get on to our next co-main event of the
1: evening fight of the night um the mexican crowd by oh, the way shouts the year and shouts the mexican crowd there the mexican crowd there was insane mm-hmm. um, almost had me going for the year and a little bit just because i wanted to see them win um Not a great night for the Mexican fans, for the Mexican fighters, but um, we'll get right into it. Co-main event, Alexandre Pantoja defeats Brandon Marino to regain, or not to regain, to claim the title at 25. Um, Split decision, five-round war, fight of the night, electric atmosphere in the whole whole arena was crazy. Um, Probably one of the most not one of the most, probably the most controversial scorecard. I don't, and, and again, like one thing I do, I want to say is I like how it wasn't like a robbery, robbery, robbery. Like, no, it was a close fight. Um, It couldn't win either way. Close fight, closest fight on the card, probably other than Hooker and uh, Turner. I watched it back this morning. Um, I do have a scorecard for you, but I obviously, I want to hear your thoughts first and what you think about the fight and what you think about our new, our new champion.
3: Yeah, bro. So... I also watched it back today. Um, amazing fight. We were pretty high up, so we weren't really able to see a lot of small details going on. And, dude, that it literally felt like t- a 10-minute time spin while that whole thing went on. And that was crazy when I look at the video and it says 48 minutes. Yeah. I was like, wow, dude. But, yeah, man. Pantoja, I think he came out really strong in the first round, obviously, was finding a home with that left hook. Dropped Moreno with that, and then Moreno came back in the second round, dominated Pantoja, and then Pantoja took the third. Pantoja's uh, his up kicks when he was on his back, dude. Those were playing a very big factor because that was a close. We we thought
1: one of them dropped him. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we
3: thought we were like that dropped him, but I mean, I think it kind of did, bro. Watching it back, like it hurt him, put him to a knee, and then. I think Moreno definitely started to find his way a little bit in the striking. He started to kind of dominate the stand-up game a little bit. But Pantoja was able to do just enough in the grappling department. And I hate using this word, but it kind of felt like he was hanging on for dear life a little bit. Obviously, that's really hard to do against somebody like Moreno. And Moreno's, Moreno's grappling, especially the ground game, is very much improved from the first time they fought. As you could tell, he was able to get out of some really bad situations and yeah dude it was just a razor razor thin fight so i had pantoja winning 48 47 i had pantoja winning the first the third and the fifth with the fourth one i almost wanted to make it a draw because it was that close moreno was piecing him up on the feet and then pantoja controlled him for about three and a half minutes but didn't really land or threaten submission so I gave it to Moreno, but that one could have went either way. Yeah, so let's hear your thoughts.
1: So I had um,
3: round one. I had
1: Moreno winning until um, Pantoja's knockdown. So Pantoja wins round one to nine. One important factor that I really do want to say is I don't think without that knockdown, Pantoja wins the round. So I think that's a really big difference in the fight. So you say... Let's turn around and say Moreno wins that round. A lot of scorecards are different. So I think that knockdown in the first isn't being talked about. Know, that's a huge knock. Obviously, any knockdown is huge, but that are, no one remembers because the rest of the fight was a classic and a war. But that knockdown in the first was really huge because that stole him the round. Um, so 10-9 in round one. Round two, they traded, they traded shots on the feet. Moreno got the takedown. Moreno dominated round two. Um, it felt like at the end of round two, just watching it back, like, okay, like Moreno's going to pull away here. Like This is, mm-hmm. this is, this is how it goes. He's going to win the next two out of three rounds, cruise to a decision, or maybe even get a finish. Um, and then Pantoja just comes out right away, super active on the ground in round three. Um, they traded shots on the feet. Um, I gave a slight edge to Moreno on the feet in round three. But again, like you said, Pantoja did enough in the grappling. Got two takedowns. That was the difference. So mm-hmm. I had um, 10-9 Pantoja in round three. And then round four, obviously the close one that we talked about that could have that kind of decided to fight on a lot of people's scorecards. Um Moreno was winning on the feed until Pantoja's takedown. I think we can all agree that. Um, but then again, it's just Pantoja was on his back so much and had so much control time and ended the round on, on top, ended of the round on his back. Mm-hmm. I just when it's that close, you have to give it to I, in my opinion, you have to give it to Pantoja. So I have 10-9, um, 10-9 Pantoja. Um And then round five, um, again, even on the feet, trading on the feet until Pantoja took his back. And then Pantoja ends the round on his back, ends the fight on the back, 10-9 Pantoja. So it's like when you score these fights, it's hard to look at that fight and say, damn, did Pantoja really win four out of five rounds? But you can't. So looking back at it, when I did my scorecard, so I had 49-46 Pantoja.
0: Like,
1: ah, well, then if that's the case, I gotta give round four to Moreno to make it closer because it was close. But you can't do that. You have to score yeah. each round in the round. So I can't score round four to Moreno, knowing that okay, is gonna win round five or the last the last two. Like you have to, and that's hard to do. You have to like score every every round as its own round. So yeah, I mean, for as close to fight as it was, I had Pantoja winning four out of five rounds. But again, round I think I think every round I think every um round everyone agrees on, except round four. So it's not like it, it could definitely go
3: either way. Yeah, dude, that was, I don't know how that one judge got to forty nine, forty six, Moreno.
1: Yeah, that's yeah.
3: I don't know. You would have had to give him the third, right? Every round except for uh, every round except the first.
1: I don't. Yeah, I mean, but Pantoja had two takedowns in the third.
3: Yeah, and in the fifth, it was dead even in the striking, and then Pantoja dominated in the grappling. So you like have to give the fifth to Pantoja. I feel yeah. like, but yeah yeah dude i don't know that's a weird one i didn't get i didn't get a chance to look up the judge's name as we just heard the scores get said out loud but the question
1: is do they run this one back again moreno is kind of in a. moreno loves these having these third and fourth (laughs) fights um i would imagine if they do run it back and moreno wins you do it again moreno's gonna have two four Mm -hmm. fights in ufc history you don't think
3: so i mean you have to right yeah like if Oh, yeah, I think you have to do the rematch, honestly, just because when you have something at flyweight that people are really excited about, you don't just want to throw that in the trash. Yeah. Seeing, uh, who would be next? Roy Val, probably, who I think Pinto's yeah, already Val. beat. Yeah. So, I don't know. That doesn't excite me nearly as much as seeing Moreno in there again. And Moreno's the cash cow of flyweight whether you like it or not. So I think the UFC wants to keep him at the top. So, yeah, give me the rematch. What's your yeah, take definitely.
1: on it? I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that close of a fight, you have to do the rematch. Um, Pantoja's 2-0. and oh, Some would say 3-0. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you definitely – in this flightweight division, you just you just got to run him back. If we saw Figgy Moreno four times, we, why can't we see this one? Moreno's yeah, always going to sell –
3: Dude, did you see how going into the fifth round the live odds were even yeah that's crazy that is some rare stuff and that's exactly how how i had it scored on my book i had it you know uh each guy winning two rounds going into going into the fifth so yeah dude that was just a a razor razor close fight that's not the saying but yeah, i want to see the rematch as well
1: yeah, um and again in our uh our uh, third fight from the top of the evening. Um Driscus Dupleskis defeats Robert Whitaker round two via knockout. One of the cra- one of the most unexpected finishes. I was all over, like ro- not even close. Driscus has no chance. Um Din Thomas told me Driscus had no chance, so shouts Den Thomas. I hey, did get a picture dude. with Din Thomas. I played blackjack with Michael Johnson. We see Niga Chikaze. In the hotel. Yeah. So I sat there and played a lot of hands of blackjack with Michael Johnson. He didn't that's win crazy. a lot of money. But, yeah, it was a cool weekend. Cool experience. Forgot to mention that. Shout out to Michael Dude. Johnson.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. You just got to play with him for a minute. Hey, he got, he's yeah. gotten those 50K bonuses enough times. He's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling. Um, so, so, yeah. That's shit.
3: Go ahead. I feel like that shit... Like how we were both saying that Dreekus had no chance. That's just that stuff that makes you love this sport. Yeah. So much. Like there's just no other sports like it where going into a game or going into a fight, everyone's riding off someone, and then the other guy just goes out there and walks through him. Like, dude, Dreekus, he ate those early punches. And then I feel like once he kind of felt Whitaker's better shots and wasn't too faced, he just kind of had his way.
1: Do you think it was more of Driscus was better than we thought? Which obviously he was, but did you think Rob looked like himself and just Driscus was just better?
3: Bro, I think Driscus is just a lot bigger and stronger. Big. Like in every. When Whitaker shot for that takedown in the first round, it was a good takedown, but. Drukas just did some guillotine. Like it wasn't even, you know, like a great angle or anything like that. But he just held on and squeezed, and it gave Whitaker a tough time getting out. Yeah. Like yeah. that dude's just a, he's a brick house. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Um, big win from Driscus. Of course, you know, my guy had to make an appearance in there. He wasn't, we wasn't, we wasn't going for none of that bullshit. We had to go in there and we had to set it up. We had to face off. We had to look each other in the eyes. He had to feel us like he, like Izzy said he had to fill us so i guess it's safe to say quick finish by Driscus, it's official izzy yep. versus Driscus duplessis in australia let's fucking mm. rock we got a
3: fight baby here we go oh, what are your early er- oh.
1: what, what are your early takes on this one and what do you think
3: early takes on this one i think driskus will win the war of wor- the war of words but Izzy will spark him in the octagon.
1: Yeah, I kind of see it going how I thought it would go with Rob. Um, Like, Driscus is going to keep so much pressure that Izzy's going to have to drop him. And I think that's what's going to happen. Izzy's going to drop him probably round three. Um, I'm going to go Izzy round three knockout. Um, I just think, like, I don't think after you stand in front of Alex Pereira, no one really scares you. And he's definitely not scared of Driscus. Not that he was ever scared of uh, Pereira, but I think he did a little. I think I think you have in the fight you have to fear somebody. I think he did fear Pereira, um, but yeah, I think I, I think that after you go through Pereira, there's just like there's no one that's really gonna scare you or make you like feel differently. And I just don't see Driscus being better than Pereira. Like he's he's just as big. I think he just has and maybe did not um, the same amount of power, but. Yeah, I don't see a path to victory for Dreekis. Like I don't see him. I don't see I don't think he's as technical as Pereira. I don't think he's as good as a kickboxer as Pereira. So I don't see him being able to touch Izzy. I love this fight, man. I too. I I love it because he's gonna talk shit. He's gonna be really good in the media. Um I I love Robert Whitaker, so it would have been not tough for me because I always I rock with Izzy, Mm -hmm. but it would have been I would have hate to see Robert lose. But yeah, fuck Dreekis, so let's rock.
3: Yeah, and I I have to say, I kind of do see a path for Dreykus to victory. I don't think it's going to happen. But if he's able to just walk through a punch or two, you know, and then get Izzy to the ground, his ground and pound changes fights. Like once Whitaker got up from being under Dreykus after that first round, he almost looked like he didn't want to be there anymore. And I had never seen Whitaker really look like that in a fight. Because when he got knocked out by Izzy, it was just kind of over in an instant. Well, uh, I guess he got knocked out at the end of the first, but yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I think Dreek, he's just a, he's kind of a freak in my opinion. So like if he can find a way to just get on top and start throwing some mean elbows, there's a chance, but I definitely oh, like all his these All more. these
1: weight bullies, bro, try to come and bully Izzy. That shit ain't happening, bro. We're not letting that shit slide.
3: That's what the guys in front of us were saying. They said, he a weight bully. That's
1: a big, uh, he is a big body, but I'm, I got to give my respect to Dreekus, um, I'm not afraid to say it. I didn't think he had a chance. A lot of people didn't think he had a chance. Yeah. Um, Robert would have been my last leg like, in my parlay. So fuck, but yeah, surprising, and that's why the sport is what it is. No one thought that mm-hmm. thought that would be easy win for Robert. So yeah, I mean, and then we get we get it. We get a new fight. We get a new something interesting, something new. Yeah. So it's good, for, no, it's good for the. I sport. think it's good best for the,
3: for the division team. as well. Yeah, really oh. good. Yeah, dude, and I've got also say I didn't think Drake had a chance. I was gonna bet like more than a thousand bucks on Whitaker, and I'm just yeah. so... oh my goodness, I'm so glad I didn't. Now yeah. I'm gonna be scared to place a big bet next time, already <laughs> just because of that. You can, you can place that big bet on Izzy. Trust me, a lot of
1: money. Is yeah, going on Izzy. Yeah.
3: Do you think? What do you think the odds will be if you had to guess the line?
1: Izzy minus two fifty.
3: I mean, if Robert Whitaker was 330. That's what I'm saying.
1: Um, Obviously, it's less because now they know Driscus is good. Um, yeah. I'd probably say Izzy minus 250, 275, if I had to guess.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
1: Dan Hooker gets a big win. Yeah. Round of applause to Dan Hooker. Fucking masterclass. Fucking war. I was, I was mad, bro, when I was watching the press conference and shit that this fight didn't get fight of the night or Dan Thank Hooker didn't you. get performance. He beats a guy who didn't fucking make weight. He doesn't get a performance bonus.
3: Yeah. And the guy's 6'4 who didn't make weight. So he was yeah, just a yeah. giant in there. Yeah. Dan yeah, Hooker bro. was
1: fucking walking through some shots.
3: Um,
0: oh my
1: yeah, goodness. I, I, I liked Dan Hooker in this one. Not enough to bet it. Um, a lot of plays I would have won, bro. Like I just was scared to bet. I don't know, but yeah, shout out to Dan Hooker. What a fucking war! That's why he is who he is. Um, fucking broke his wrist or his hand or whatever he broke.
3: And yeah, dude i I've never seen some or I can't say that, but that was one of the nastiest head kicks I've ever seen somebody eat. We could yeah. hear it up from where we were, and Turner was he was sniping him in the first round. And then at the end of the first, Hooker clipped him with a left hook, or closer to the end of the first. And then Turner hit that head kick in the second, I think. And then, dude, it was kind of weird. Like after Turner hit that giant head kick and landed those elbows, that's when it's that's when the fight started to swing in Hooker's favor. Yeah, in a weird way. Like after Turner lands the biggest shot of the fight, maybe, maybe a little demoralizing. Like if that didn't put out put him out, I don't know what will. Yeah. Then you could. I think you said it to me, Turner doesn't want to be there. Uh like close to the end of the second. Yeah. And dude, Hooker's just the definition of a dog. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Slow. I just hate that he's such a slow starter. In every yeah. fight, like if he can get out of the first round, then he's top ten pound for pound. Dude yeah, for is, sure. Oh my goodness, bro. Hooker is something different, man. I didn't really and give him
1: special to I, see like in person
3: yeah shots Jalen Turner too even though he missed weight still a fan of the guy has a dope fight style always shows up to put on a a huge or a great show for the fans Bro, I don't get how I don't get how you can boo a fighter walking out like it would take a lot for me yeah I couldn't do it you know like they're going out there putting their health on the line for you their pride well,
1: speaking of that
3: speaking of that
1: Pantoja had the coldest fucking walkout. That shit was, was gonna, fucking cold. I was San gonna man, say we gotta
3: talk about that. that I don't know how they. Cold. I thought you would have been able to hear us singing in the broadcast. We we're singing that, that thing shit. at the top of our lungs. The best walkout cold. of the night by yeah, by a mile. Like, I thought, that yeah, yours was gonna be pretty unbeatable, but yeah, Pantoja walked out to many men, and that just whoo. after that, I felt bo- I felt really good about my Pantoja bet. Hella electric. But yeah, shout to Dan Hooker for that big win. Um, uh, Hangman. That concludes
1: our main card. Uh, Bo Nickel. or bone Nickel. Sorry. Yeah, Bo Nickel, Bo Nickel. Ooh, wait. Um, yeah, I mean, what what do you say about bone? There's nothing much to say.
3: Now that's an athletic freak right there. Yeah. Bro, that's someone who has like that high level, high D1 level athleticism mixed with you know a ufc work ethic
1: yeah
3: and you can tell he's just getting better and better at striking like the way that he was getting in and out it wasn't as clean as top strikers in the division but it was just like you can notice a difference from his previous fights on the feet like he just looks cleaner more comfortable
1: and believe it or not like even though he was a minus thousand or twelve hundred whatever he was there was a lot of people like being like oh like I don't know. Like we got to give Val a chance. Like so, even though he was a favorite, like everyone was still like, nah. Like Bo's not that guy. Uh, even I was saying it. It's like, bro. Like, yeah,
3: including nah. me. I was like, nah.
1: Like, I, I was like, I, 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 was like, all right. I for sure think at least Val gets out of the first round. Like I think he's gonna go to the second round. I think I think Bo's gonna struggle a
3: little bit. Like still win
1: the first, but struggle. <laughs> ah, fuck that.
3: Thirty eight seconds.
1: Yeah. By the way, shouts Val Woodburn taking the fight short yep. notice didn't look like he really had a team around him so
3: yeah it was sad dude we saw him in the in the new york new york after the fights probably like 2 or 3 hours later he gave him on? a fist bump yeah he had a he actually did have like two guys with him which was good to see like still you know not you guys normal yeah we were
1: fight
3: yeah we're, it's just like in the main area in the new york new york where they have that like circle bar and all the tables and stuff like that yeah yeah we were there getting a drink and he walked right past us we were like hey we gave him fist bumps and it seemed like he was in all right spirits so I hope he should get another shot against a more level opponent for him. Yeah. You think so? For sure. He was so much smaller than Bo. Like, he's jacked, but I think he's 5'8 or something like that. That's not super tall for a middleweight.
1: Yeah, I think – I think for sure when you take a fight like that, you for sure deserve another chance. He definitely he kept, I'm not gonna say kept the card together, but everyone was there to see Bo Nichols, so he stepped up. Mm-hmm. And without him, we wouldn't have seen Bo
3: Nicholas. Yep. So. Shout to him. And he did not get a fat payday. I looked at it, 12k. So no. yeah, so it's not like they offered him a bag to step in on short notice either. He just he just did it. So he, yeah, yeah, he better get. He better, get, like he better now, not get
1: for, cut. You're for sure getting. And that, you're, I'm not saying you deserve a performance bonus, but you should for sure get your show and win for that.
3: I, or just like a flat rate.
1: You can't like, give them whatever for, Turner lost?
3: For real. Or at least some of it, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. They don't want to do they probably just hang on to that.
1: Yeah. But anyway, uh, that yeah. concludes our main card. On to the prelim main event. We oh saw, it, it, it doesn't stop. Robbie oh, Lawler man. knocks out Nico Price in the first round. That was probably the most like shocking, other than Driscus. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most like what the fuck? Like that was like, damn, like we're really yep. here. Like that hey, shit. Hey, Dean was got crazy. it
3: right on that one, huh? Yeah. Dean Thomas shouts in Thomas, he did tell me Robbie Lawler. Bro, that was I think that might end up being like the most memorable moment of this card, five, ten years off in the future. It's cause it was Robbie yeah, Lawler's man. retirement. Remember the video they showed <laughs> after yeah he's getting a standing ovation for a good minute or two in there the crowd was going nuts Just the way it happened too with the knockout yeah i mean we haven't been around for too while but i think that's got to be the best retirement ever just the way everything played out
1: yeah it was definitely yeah crazy to see shouts robbie Lawler, true legend they played the uh thank you video retirement video glad he won after that i don't know if there was their plan to do it if he lost but glad he won and they got to yeah. do that and just the way he won fucking knockout was insane um Again, just crazy to be there for that. Glad we got to experience that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing more to say. What a legend of the sport.
3: Yeah, it was like hard not to get emotional in there when that was going on, yeah. too. Just, he made his UFC debut in 2001, I want to say. Yeah. He's fought eras on eras of guys. He fought guys who were probably like 50 or 60 now. Yeah. And he's crazy. also fought guys who are in their 20s or 30s oh he's yeah man Robbie's just one of the true legends Hall of Famer for sure so thank you for everything Robbie Lawler it's pretty rare you get to see somebody go out with a win too because usually yeah. when you're retiring it's because you're not a you know you're a step slower and in the UFC you usually get knocked out when that's the case. But, yeah, yeah, man, that was like that was like a storybook ending to his career right there. I hope he doesn't come back, not because I don't want to see him fight again, but just because it's not going to get any better than that.
1: Yeah, I get you. Um, rest of the card, um, Tetsiro Taria beats Edgar Taria, unanimous decision, Souts, shouts Edgar. He was like plus 650, so yeah. like, unanimous decision. Um, great showing from him yasmin howard you lose this to denise gomes i don't know how to feel about it because i love yasmin but then i also like fucking called denise winning. You sniped
3: it like you yeah, military so, sniped it from weeks out
1: yeah so i was like ah, i don't know how to feel about it but I, I just ended up taking the under two and a half so i won so there I, I didn't have it in me to actually bet on on gomes <laughs> um but yeah so- shout shout out to Gomes. i just her film just i liked her film a lot and i just didn't think that for that line that was a
2: disrespectful line to her um oh, man. with lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: You Jimmy fuck. Crew loses to Alonzo Menfield. Menfield subs Jimmy Crew. Yeah. Crazy because a lot of people, even me, was saying like maybe Crew by submission. So for mm-hmm. Menfield to win on the ground, um, finally finishes that that I guess so-called rivalry. They had a draw. Finishes that one. Um, Victor Petrino wins by submission over Pr- Pratchnio. Again, one of my predictions had my parlay. Thank you, Petrino. Shouts to John Annick Did you see John Anik when he was saying that?
3: Uh, what did he say?
1: They were saying like how um Petrino doesn't have I think there he was saying Petrino doesn't doesn't have a finish. But then he like he's he, like, I think I think he's gonna get one here. And it was like a minute later and he finished oh,
3: him. Oh yeah, I remember here. That was when John or that was when Joe Rogan's like, it's almost kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron
1: Simeon, twenty-two um, year old, wins by quick round. knockout. Wins by quick knockout. Uh, Jesús Aguilar, one of the probably best knockouts of the night. I was bummed
3: that he didn't get a bonus.
1: Yeah, the bonuses were weird, bro. I feel like it was a great night. It was a great mm-hmm. week. Like, let, let, be generous with the bonuses, Dana. What are we doing?
3: Whoa, this is stingy. one that they could have given a lot of bonuses Alex. I would. Tonight. I just
1: would have gave it to every winner. There wasn't no one that had a that one that had a boring fight.
3: Yeah, Tyros was on the fringe. It was still a good fight, but he, you yeah. know, he kind of just laid on him. But bro, yeah, literally everybody else had a. There is, I think, there was four knockouts under forty seconds in the first nine fights, or something like that. Yeah, crazy. Just a legend. I don't know if we can call it legendary. Only two days removed, but no, it sure does feel like me. For sure,
1: can. It for sure can yeah
3: man that just had me feeling because it's oh not even god. like
1: worth saying it like we were there and so we know but like i feel like when you're there you don't really think about it you're just like in the moment you're there but like when you're mm-hmm. seeing people tweet multiple people text me like bro this is the card of the year yeah multiple
3: yeah so doesn't like, it feel oh my god go ahead. uh i was just gonna say it feels great when your non-ufc friends are texting you about ufc yeah it was one of those nights
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. When all the
3: group chats are talking about it, yeah, everything, man, that was magical.
1: Yeah, what a weekend, what a night it was. Again, Dana White, you did it again. Shouts Sean Shelby, um, Hunter, Hunter Campbell, Campbell, all the matchmakers that put it in. Shout out to everybody yeah. in the UFC for the week that that it was. Um, from the press conference to UFCX to everything, what a phenomenal experience. Just again shows that this is the most growing sport in the world. So don't miss the bus before it takes off um and again so just to put into like words what this sport is and how the sport never stops saturday we're getting ready for the fights um we're locked in we get an announcement john jones versus steve miacic in madison square garden ufc 295 november 11th the best heavyweight of all time versus the best fighter of all time finally gets done in the mecca msg we didn't really have time to talk about it or think about it just because we were it was, you know, it was Saturday. We were locked in on the fights. So I kinda I finally like thought about it today and really like sat down and like just like able to process it today. And I was like, damn, like that fight's really fucking happening. Um, yeah, what do you think about that one? We fucking get a bomb on Saturday, kinda just flew under the radar, but it's here, it's happening. And what do you think?
3: Bro, I don't that like escaped my mind just because I've still been on a high from this. But I think Stipe is a lot tougher fight for John than Serial is. It'll be interesting to see how he looks. I saw something that said when that fight happens, it'll have been like 938 days or something like that since he's last fought. Yeah, he fought. So you don't don't really know how someone's going to look after three years. It was COVID. Yeah, his last fight was Francis. COVID, yeah. So, oh yeah, that was crazy. That had to be the craziest Apex knockout. Yeah. Just dead silence in there after Stipe's leg folded. Oh, that was so sad. But anyway, we get to see the, I don't know, the Stipe the heavyweight GOAT in your opinion?
1: Yeah.
3: Get to see the heavyweight GOAT versus the GOAT.
1: Yeah, heavyweight GOAT versus the GOAT. (laughs) I think that just sells itself right there. And I still think if John wins this fight, um, Stipe's still the the heavyweight GOAT. You can't really give me Mm -hmm. heavyweight GOAT when you've only fought twice. Yeah. Um, he's and probably Stipe. the best fighter to ever fight in heavyweight, but that's two different things. Yeah.
3: Stepie is very old also, it's not like it's a prime Stepie Miocic Yeah, facing. But I
1: think I think one thing that needs to be said or talked about or acknowledged before like it people pass over is I think this is both of their final fights in the UFC.
3: Yeah, dude, that's actually going to be insane to see. Like losing yeah. two of the biggest stars of the last decade, or maybe probably damn near two decades at this point. Yeah. Losing both of them on the same night, that's going to hurt. It's an emotional night in Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah.
3: Ooh-wee, man. This train just does not stop moving.
1: Yeah, November 11th, MSG. The last time we were in MSG was, I think it was the first Izzy and Pereira fight.
3: Um, Don't
1: quote me on that, but I know that fight was there. I don't know if it's the last time we were there.
3: Yeah, I can't I think I think so. Cause Henry and Henry and Aljo is in New Jersey. Yeah. Um Yeah. Cause that's when like Ali Kin uh Ali Kinza fought, right? Mm-hmm. retired and, I
1: think. Uh, Poirier and Chandler too.
3: Okay. And Asparza
1: hey. and Way Lee. Um oh, yuck. Edgar's retirement fight. Cool.
3: It's a good card. Well, Frankie Edgar's retired. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Not Ali Khan. Yeah, but yeah. So, do you have a do you have an early prediction in the A and John Jones fight? Probably John. I honestly like. I'm a I'm a John fan, but I wouldn't even be mad to see A get the job done. Like that would be crazy to see. I John feel like John I mean, got beat. I just, I like I want I want to see
1: John stay perfect. I love perfection.
3: That's true. Just for the goat for the goat arguments too. I just love it makes it, yeah, it a I lot easier.
1: It. I love perfection. Um. I just hate seeing, like, I hate seeing, like, undefeated fighters lose. Like, I don't know why. I just, like, I like perfection. I like, I don't know. But, yeah, I definitely think if d wins, it's just, like, cool he wins, vacates it. The question is, like, who's the next guy in the heavyweight division that's going to, like...
3: Carry the torch?
1: Yeah, like, who does who gets us up for that?
3: I think it's got to be Sergey, right? Yeah. Sergey's exciting. I, I love He's watching exciting. his fights. So I mean he's not a huge character outside the cage because he can't really speak English, but yeah, it seems like the potential's there for that. That picture of him on the slots was pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe he can yeah. Sergey would yeah. be my guess for the next heavyweight guy after these. Yeah. But definitely. I don't like I feel like I feel like Cyril would beat him with his dumbass style. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't okay, think anybody I like I feel like the only way to beat Cereal is grappling. Like you're not gonna get to Cereal on the feet, or at least like a heavyweight.
1: Yeah. So yeah, he could cause some problems for him. Again, it's all about matchups. Um. Yeah. Anyway, train keeps going. We get John Jones and they What a big announcement! They did say it was supposed to be announced like during the press conference. They're supposed to have a press conference there that didn't get done sadly we could have seen yeah. that shit we did see gsp again oh shouts to gsp gsp's back to grappling i think in december he's going to oh, grapple
3: oh yeah that was sick that was in the yeah. press yeah. conference we saw that live and in person yeah we did, we did. The, the dudes behind us thought he was coming back to fight yeah i know i didn't want to They're say like, who's before. you fighting who's you fighting <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah chill, huh? <laughs>
3: um, yeah
1: the show goes on um, we're back to reality this week in the Apex. We got <laughs> it's, it's gonna be weird to watch this week. Like, what the fuck are we watching? Um, We got Holly Holm versus Myra Bueno Silva, um, bantamweight main event. Holly Holm minus 150, Bueno Silva plus 125. Don't want to get too much into it. Not really interested personally. Um, I guess just my question that I have to you is, if Holly Holm wins, does she put herself in that bantamweight title shot with with a Pena or a Pennington?
3: I think so. I mean, she's only—I on, don't know though. She's only on a one fight. I mean, she's only won her last fight. She lost the one before that. But she—I guess she's a draw according to the UFC because they keep making her a main event. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, dude. That that division—it's gonna need some more, some new, some new faces in there. Yeah.
1: I do have some um I do have some news for you on this card. JDM will fight. He's gonna face Basil Havzies at one seventy. He's gonna he's gonna make his debut. So yeah, JDM will be fighting this week.
3: This weekend? Yep. Fuck oh, make that the main event. I guess yeah, it can't be uh, a five rounder, but yeah. I mean that's really that's the people's main event. Yeah, uh,
1: shout out to Jack Della. He gets his fight. Um I wish he would have yeah. fought this weekend we could have seen him but anyway that fight that fight is done he will fight this weekend
3: yeah dude and uh his his fight got canceled after he had made weight right or was it before
1: no it was
3: it it was before it got
1: canceled found an opponent then that one got canceled
3: yeah dang dude he definitely started his weight cut and traveled across the globe but and hopefully that doesn't affect him having to do like two weight cuts in two weeks. Yeah. Must not if he if he wants to fight though. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the Terrence McKinney versus Nadim Sadikov fight this week. That's the first one on the main card. Yeah. So let me see what the odds are. I hope McKinney can get back in the winners column. He's a plus 125 dog right now. I'll probably be riding with him. And then one of the guys who I gave my guarantee to win and he lost his fighting, uh Melsic Bagdasadian, the gun. He's taking on Tucker Lutz. He's a minus two hundred favorite. And yeah, those are the main ones that stand out to me on this card.
1: Yeah, hard to hard to, gonna be hard to get up for it this weekend, but um
3: yeah, it's yeah. what it is. Um, how far out are we from Poirier? Bro, oh, we're dude. good after this week, and we got UFC London. or It's a fight night, but Tom Aspinall makes that. his return the next Plenty. week. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, shit, that's a card. Yeah, that's a card, all right. Davey, when Davey Grant's on the prelims, it's a card. Yeah, that's a card. Yeah, Barbara Reyna way down there? Dang. And yeah. then, yeah, dude, we got Poirier, Gaethje in two weeks, right? Yes, sir. Or three. Two, it's July 29th.
1: So, yeah, three weeks. I guess. Oh yeah, but yeah, man, what a week. Um, always great to see you. But just what a weekend yeah. in general. I, I again, if you're an MMA fan, I recommend going to not only a UFC event live in person, but just that whole weekend. Um, it's just amazing to see. Um, I mean, if you're just in it, also if you're just a fan of sports, it's also NBA summer league. So you get to see so many people. It's just a place to be that weekend. Yeah, um, I'm still in awe. I can't believe it. Um, you can't put a price on like that experience. Nope. I'm glad we spent the money. I'm glad we were there. Um, yeah, just amazing, man. One of the best things I've ever seen. So
3: that's yeah, all I yeah. got. Man. Yeah, dude, it was a it was amazing to see you as well. We don't get to see each other too often, probably like a few times a year. Hopefully, that'll get to be more frequent. But I mean. Yeah, man, you summed it up pretty well. It's honestly, it's still hard to put into words. Like, I've had thoughts come across my head, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna say that on the pod," and now I just can't remember them. I gotta start writing them down. It's just chills,
1: bro. Like, it's just, I don't know.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah, I just get chills. Oh, you got any takes on Wemby? Uh, Victor Wembanyama, the seven foot three French basketball player. For y'all, only MMA fans out there, he's like, people are saying Ah. he's the best prospect since LeBron.
1: Uh, really bad the first night, really good the second night. Um, I don't take too much into effect from either one. I just take bits and pieces from both of what I see, what I like, and what I don't. My early take is I think he has, obviously, he has to get stronger. That's everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's obvious to say. That's not a real take. Um, I would say that he needs to get a little bit better handle. He needs to be able to hit a pull-up jumper and like be able to get to a spot. Um Be interesting to see if they play him at the center or the four. I'd be interested to see that. Um, Yeah. But I thought, I mean, I really thought, I mean, I thought he protects the rim well. He rebounds well. There's definitely something there um, to sit here and say he's going to be Tim Duncan or Kevin Durant or whoever they're saying he's going to be. I don't, I I would just never say that. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's definitely something there. He's going to be with Pop. He's going to be with Tim Duncan. He's going to be with the great organization. So I think it just comes down to if he's going to be healthy enough.
3: Yeah, it's a good point. It's hard to say healthy why, when you're that yeah,
1: I don't see why if he does, if he stays healthy and for a whole season, he can't be a twenty-six and ten guy. I don't, you know, he's seven four. He's gonna yeah, get, he's dude. gonna get twenty off putbacks.
3: Bro, his playmaking is better than I thought too. I never really watched his film in France or anything like that, but he's a good passer.
1: Yeah, he's good.
3: Yeah, I like the guy. All right, well, I think that's all we got for y'all. Until next week, we'll be back to recap the banger of a card that is this weekend. Kind of not really. And then we'll give you all some picks for UFC London. Yes, sir. Doses.
2: With the Lucky lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.